And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I think the innkeeper gets a bad rap. We love the shepherds and the angels and the wise men show up a little bit later. And we think the innkeeper is this bad guy who almost snuffs out the light of Christmas before it even gets started. You know, one thing the whole witness of Scripture agrees upon, because there's so much in the Bible, all 66 books, that contradicts itself. But one thing that Scripture, among others, that Scripture agrees upon is that there were moments throughout the history of God's relationship with God's people as a whole and with us as individuals where that relationship was hanging by a thread. It took a decision, a courageous decision by a woman or a man or a child to keep that light alive, to keep the story moving forward. And I think the innkeeper's one of those people. The innkeeper makes room. Have you ever tried to get a hotel or a motel in a college town on, on a football weekend? It's not possible. New York City, during like most weekends, can't afford it even if there are va- vacancies. Uh, the innkeeper gets creative. He's all filled up. He's got some space out and back, a little cr- clean straw, some fresh water. You can go back there. That's what I think happened. I think that happened one time because I've benefited from that kind of kindness, people making an extra effort over and over again in my life. And I would guess, even bet, that you have too. One time, a long time ago in my life, when I was much more agile, as some of you know here in the church, I used to ride a big motorcycle. And I used to ride it up and down the West Coast from my home state of Washington to California and back. I was in college in California. My parents lived back in Washington, so I would drive it back and forth, uh, often without much money for gas or any plan, but I figured it out. One time as I was driving south from uh, Washington through Oregon, I decided to push it a little farther than I should into the night, and I went across the border into Northern California and dropped into Redding, but I didn't get there until midnight. Found what looked like the cheapest motel I could find. That's what... When I grew up, we drove to our room. I never stayed in a hotel until I got to be a little bit older. But by myself, I even went for the least expensive I could find. Sometimes I would stay in truck stops, 12 bucks in a shower. Pretty good back in those days. This was a motel. You get there, the sign said, no vacancy. But it was about midnight, and this was the only town. It wasn't even a town. It was just a stop. Went to the guy. He said, sorry, no vacancy, buddy. I said, come on, man. Help me out here. He looked around. He took pity on me. And he looked back in his little room where he was, I think there was like a bag of beer nuts sitting there or something, and a little TV was on. He goes, you know what? I can make space there. And that's where I slept that night. It cost me 15 bucks. It was well worth it. I was exhausted. Just a little angel in my life. Think about the angels in your life who made room for you, made the extra effort for you, kept the light of your story shining. Not too long ago, I was facing a very difficult time, really rough time. Um, Wasn't easily solved. And a friend of mine 
didn't say to me, hey, you'll get through this. Because I wouldn't have believed him if he'd said it. That's how bad I was feeling. That's how tough this situation was. His friend said, hey, we'll get through this. Right? Made room for me in his life. Didn't have to do that. Like a light shining in the shadows. At Christmas, God shines a light on you and on me. Finds us in the deepest, darkest shadow, in the deepest valley, even as the psalmist says, in the valley of the shadow of death, finds us when things aren't going wrong, when we've gotten off track, when the world around us seems like it's falling apart. Can I get an amen on that? What's going on? Right? Karl Barth, this great Swiss theologian, probably the greatest theologian, certainly the greatest Protestant theologian of the 20th century, was at, you know, Karl Barth's books at Union Theological Seminary, where I studied a long time ago and now have the privilege of teaching, his books fill up an entire room in the library. And once they asked Karl Barth, pastor and theologian, what is the most amazing truth about God you've ever learned? And they expected some long, erudite answer, and Barth said, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. I think he said it in German, but you get the drift. Here's Bart's quote about Christmas. This then, Bart said, is the Christmas story. There he is, our great God and Savior. And here we are, human beings, and now it is true that he is for me, is for you, is for us. The great good news is, no matter how deep the valley is, how great the challenge is before us, how many times there is a variant and a surge and a frustration and a disappointment, how many mistakes we make, God doesn't wait for us to be perfect to love us and shine light upon us. God loves us that much that we have light seeking us out sometimes, tapping us on the shoulder or bonking us on the head and saying, look, you are loved. I am with you. Keep believing in that good news. And don't just receive the light. If someone makes room for you, looks around, reshuffles, makes that extra effort, do the same for someone else. That's how this world is going to be healed. And that's how Christ's light at Christmas will shine every day of the year. God knows we need it. Amen.